So it's just a blessing to you know to see the the origins reaching out to your Kendrick Lamars and your YGs and coming from where we came from, we was allowed to come to Rufus Records to bubble on cocaine and create right. this this worldwide genre from the West Coast called G Funk. Uh, I see it. I see it like this. I see it like this. At the at, at when it comes to this, and to me, I'm a cocaine tonight. I'm gonna treat you like, you know, this ain't this ain't just your typical Q and A session right now. This is just some homeboys talking about the business. You know what I mean? Talking about the legacy. Talking about what we need to do to be able to uh, get this hip hop culture solid. You know what I mean? So the questions I'm gonna holler at you with is just on some real shit. And I just feel like this, bro, like. The music that you've given us over the years and the new shit you're coming out with now, and I want you to talk about the new shit before we start talking about some old shit. So, I mean, what's up with this what's project up? you got rocking right now, bro? Like, you know, let the listeners know what you got in store and what's available for uh, people to go pick up and go fuck with this movement. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Well, first of all, just to sum it up real quick, um, you know, Six, seven years ago, me and my wife started this company, you know, because it was time for me to branch out and have my own. It's it called Buddy Boy Entertainment. And over the years, you know, with the transition of technology and stuff, we were able, blessed enough to keep 10 toes down. So now, you know, we kind of created this this frenzy on the social networking. And I wanted to come out with a project that, that was a representation of all the body of work that I've done. So messing with your puppy, George Clinton, Booty Collins, Drake. You know, I was the quiet storm, the one that wasn't in front of the camera, but you heard my voice on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to mm-hmm. have a representation of that sound, which is called G-Funk. So I wanted to take my time with this king G-Funk being over many features, most featured artists in the world. You know, I really didn't care nothing about entitlement, but mostly towards the body of work and who I was influenced by. So I took my time with it. I wanted to campaign. And we've been on the campaign for like like four and a half months, like Republicans and Democrats, you dig? So I wanted to reach out back to my origin because, you know, music, in my humble opinion, is supposed to move you. It's supposed to make you think. Even if you shake your ass and all that stuff. But see, you know, coming from that, that type of era, I was blessed enough to say, okay, well, man, I need to go ahead and reach out to the cats that I want to reach out. Instead of putting out an album real quick, I want this to make a statement. So I was able to make that statement, praise God. You know, I I went back and I grabbed Uncle Bootsy Collins, George Clinton, Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg, Exhibit, Code 187, Dirty OGs, and, the, you know, the list goes on. Plus, I got my daughter on there. She's under my label. You know, the apples don't fall short from the tree, so, I, you know, I'm all about family. And it was a perfect <laughs> time to really, yes, it, it was a perfect time, brothers, to really, really go ahead and get this music of substance. Because now worldwide, it's a big world via the Internet from a flick of a button, brothers. So mm-hmm. you see a lot of people really getting back to the art form, whether it's hip-hop or whether it's true or b and over the years, I never did switch up my style. I didn't have no epiphany or nothing. I, I wanted to stay original, and, and because it was too much bumper-to-bumper traffic, I stayed in my own lane. So 
So now right. that the universe reciprocates everything around, the whole world is ready for this type of music. Oh boy, we got we went back to the live instrumentation because that's what music is going back to, brothers. And I'm like, that's a good thing because now when you look at those times when we were going through some social ills and different things, everything wasn't about being in the club, being on mm-hmm. being on one. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yep. with this one, I, I'm going to say that I'm a cornerstone piece, along with other pieces out there that really want music with substance at the popular forefront. So with this King of G-Funk, man, we making a statement, man. We taking it back to Chocolate City. Well, all right. You know that's <laughs> yeah. what George yeah. would say. Here's my chance to make your day. We got to take it back. So, you know, and, with all the cats that and I, I have I feel like there, this, you know? Yeah, in cocaine, I feel like this, and cocaine is our guest on All Legacy Access, and I feel like, I mean, it's needed, but at the same time, like, us as consumers, we need to support, like, then you're going to be on this show. Like, I want to see other people reaching out to you because you was on this show to be able to get this movement circulating, you know what I mean? It's always appreciative when you get good music, but when it spread like wildfire, like it used to be back in the day, because people used to call the radio shows, and they used to be like, hey, can you play this cocaine joint? You know what I'm saying? California Classic. That's a hot one. Can we get it, you know what I'm saying, in rotation? And most DJs and people would be like, yo, that's nothing. You know what I mean? We'll do it because it's hot. You know what I mean? So it's it's yeah. kind of like it's going to be up to us also as, you know what I'm saying, not just media folks, but also as consumers to be able to go and support and buy, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and treat it like it's royalty like it used to be. When we used to wait in line at Tower Records or do all the stuff that we used to do to be able to invest in these artists and to be able to get that excitement back. So I think that's important, too. Yes, sir. And just to interject on that real quick, uh, it's very important because now it's, it's, it's taken so much out of the, you know, it was just corporate greed out here. But now mm-hmm. it's going back to the streets. It's going back to crush groups. You can look at all over the U.S., it's the streets. These the streets in Romania, streets in Japan, streets in China. It's going back to the original art form to where, you know, now, you know, we have the economy. You know, for a while it just became, you know, like a circus parade, a bunch of greed. But good right. news, you know, come to those who wait. And, you know, it's just, you know, I knew, you know, by just, just having um, a family, type of stability and I was able to be patient that this type of music would surface again and it would hit home. And that's one of the things we touched on on California Classic. It's just when you hear that song, that's the essence and spirit of genuine love because that's what music is about. Whether You don't have to make up a love song to put love into music again. And that's <laughs> no what we do in California Classic. No? Yeah. And, and I'm going to ask you this because, you know, and actually I'm going to make a statement and then I'm going to come at you with a question like this. And before my my man Gav from Long Beach hit you up with a couple too, like California Classic, like I said, to start the show, I was listening to it and I listened to it before, the, you know, before the show, of course, and I was like, wow, like blown away. But I could just tell, like, the vibe, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people can collaborate and do songs and the songs can come out cool, but it don't have, like, that instant, that instant chemistry, that instant, 
vibe that most collaborators would have when you're doing records. So, you know what I'm saying, salute you for, you know what I'm saying, getting some folks in that blended well with not only what the what, what the classic joint is all about, but the fact of the matter is you can tell they put a little bit of themselves into these verses, you know what I mean? So I had to give yeah. props where, uh, yeah. where that was that. Because to me, I think that's, that's going to set that trend compared to, you know, you can get all the famous people you want on collaborative uh, tracks, but, you know, they might not come out solid. But this one, oh, my God, that one did. <laughs> uh. Yeah, we, man, you know, bless blessings to uh, my comrades because, you know, when you have a chance to see the magic happen, before it was N.W.A., I was right there with Easy e Y'all were. And I seen mm-hmm. the magic happen as a kid. And then later through the years, working on the doghouse and last meal and chronic 2001, I've seen the magic happen now. Now it's that time where, you know, when me, Corrupt, Dick Trady, Weasel Loke, and the Children Compton's Most Wanted got together, we just had fun, homie. We just right. rolled up some, some nice doobies, sat back, <laughs> did what we did. Yeah. We didn't even have to blink twice. You understand? Right. So, Sometimes, you know, you can have a all-star team, but it'd be the wrong chemistry. I mean, Dwight Howard could have went to L.A. all day, but that don't mean they were going to win games. We just uh, fit. You know, we fit, Pimpin', and, you know, when we put that record out, we looked at each other, and we said, we've been here before. And that's, that's, yeah. that's like a special bond to have to win. I'll say this. When you got L.A., a representative, a rep, King Pence from L.A., King Pence from Long Beach, King Pence from Pomona, King Pence from Compton to come in, and they call themselves Dirty OGs. Come on, man, that's our identity. It's a representation <laughs> that, look, we got a responsibility to the youngsters so we can show them this is what we love. Be proud where you come from because the Cali lifestyle right. Hey, I mean, I know everybody that's cushioning and low riding all over the world now. Hmm. You know? That's, so, that's, that's what, that's what that's it is. Uh, Mo Props to my man, Cocaine, who is here. Legacy is definitely what, uh, you know, his his career has taken. Um, and he said he's watched the magic happen, and he's created some magic on his own. And, Gab, I'll go ahead and let you ask a question, because I can talk to this dude all day. So, Gab, go for it, bro. Yeah, hey, what do you do, cocaine? Hey, what's um, with the king? I, I know um that you was that you was on Rufus. How come it was never a Bone Thugs and Harmony cocaine track that never came out? Oh, we did something. I did something with them brothers and my little bros, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A lot shit. of stuff we have done. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a lot of work that is unheard to the world. Well, you know, nah. the good thing about technology, we all Googleable, baby. <laughs> nah. All you gotta do is type that in. It's there, but yeah, man, I love this cat, man. Always will. You did. Uh, and that 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 song that y'all just put out with you and Trey, that shit go, man. Oh that man, come on, man. LBC and Pomona <laughs> always had that chemistry, man. The return of Trey D. Uh. Oh my God, what a return to do. To do that nice little decade and come out like that with that song? Uh, hell yeah. Man, you a uh, and, co- and cocaine. And you said you, uh, you know, you've been a part of this 
this hip hop culture for a, a number of decades now. So you you've seen, like you said earlier, the magic happen. You've seen NWA, the magic happen there. You've seen Doghouse. You've seen that magic. You've seen people in the studio, even when it wasn't they turn to spit a sixteen and they just stuck around because you know they were supporting the next man that was next up. You know what I mean? So you look right. at your career from where it is now compared to, you know, everything that you've done, that you've been around, the places you've toured and gone through. And, you know, when you look at your career right now, like, do you reflect and be like, wow, you know what, that that is a lot of history. That is a lot of legacy at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, to tell you the truth, uh, I, I'm humbled. But at the same time, that's, you know, when I look back, I, I, I guess that's what makes me hungry, my secret. You know, a lot of people would say about all the music, but, you know, I don't, and I and I respect that because I respect everybody who, you know what I'm saying, genuinely. Mm-hmm. But my real my real jollies and my award, man, is, is my beautiful wife for 30 years and eight kids by the same woman. That's my joy. You see what I'm saying? Because that's, right. that's what sustained me in this music game. And not to get all preachy, preachy, but just to tell you like an old man rocking on the porch in the South, brother, you know, life is real. Life is not mm-hmm. all about entitlement or who you're this and that, because at the end of the day, you can always come home, put on your flip-flops and be you. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what right. helped me, you know, establish and sustain my balance. You know, for years, 26 years in the game, over 10,000 featured brothers, 50 million a record, that's cool and all. You know, but giving God the glory, being able to stay up and, 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 and play with my children and look at all the beautiful brothers that, that influenced me, from, that I had a blessing and a chance to be around Easy e and Tupac. Come on, man. That's what life mm-hmm. is about. And that's what holds me. That's what holds on the ground and keep it G'd up just like that. And and I think and I think that speaks to your 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 resume. I mean, not just your resume, just the the work ethic that you have. I mean, you've been doing it for like I said, long enough to be involved with all these greats, and you're a great one yourself. And it's to me, it's always the work that you put in and that you earn. And and I'm gonna ask you about this culture though, because you know, of course, cocaine is brought to you by BuddyBoyNT.com. Make sure you hit them up at Cocaine Official. Um, and and support this man's movement on all legacy access. And I, I feel like this because hip hop culture, the culture of hip hop and where it stood when it first broke out, to to where it evolved to, to where it is now, and it's just like you know I look at it like this. I know a lot of people, and this, and this is just my opinion, just from looking at it from the outside and seeing the evolution of it, and it kind of went stagnant for a while based on the simple fact that. You know, people probably, you know, they, they, you know, they put out a record, but they only put out maybe a couple of good joints. You know what I mean? They they kind of did it in yeah. a way where it just wasn't really as f- official as it used to be back when you was rocking it heavy. So I'm looking at the yeah. game like this, man, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm calling out all the people out there, and I said it earlier, like the consumers, us consumers. And, I, and I'm going to ask you this just from a perspective standpoint, like, and I tell I tell Gab this and all all the listeners like you take a you take an artist like Adele who didn't want to do anything digital, she put everything out as far as CD sales in the store. She sold five million. 
You know what I'm saying? So right. she took it that way. So you had 5 million supporters of people that was just like, all right, I'm down. Let's go buy it. Let's go do what we need to do. We don't get, like, we right. don't get that in hip-hop like we used to. Like I said earlier right. about the Tower Records and the Rasputins and all these other places or whatever, people seem to take the culture of hip-hop for granted. Do you see it like that? Right. And do you see if there's an actual turnaround, like, you know, a, a complete turnaround that we can be able to have to save our, our, our culture? For the most part, of course, of course, you know every, you know it's about, you know it's about not fitting in. It's about standing out. So therefore, vision visionaries is kind of like a lonely road. You know what I'm saying? And you got to mm-hmm. put time into to your vision. But you know, there's certain there's certain brothers out there that is listening to us that are, whether it's you kings or whether it's myself that always have that innovative innovative approach. And that's what we're going to put into the game, innovation. You know what I'm saying? Because we're brilliant when we stop thinking about all the things that are there because that is so much of a redundant pattern that it don't really allow us to break out. So when it's brothers like yourself that are, that are articulating that breakout, such like you're doing, and myself, and we get together, you know, the universe starts working. Brother, I know it's mysterious when I'm saying this. The universe starts working. <laughs> And then yeah, we no come doubt. with some innovative approaches to really, you know, it's like, man, if I say mountain, move, it can be moved, but not in the sense of just anything that is just falling out the sky. It's going to take right. time. We need to put put all our efforts into it. And if we think in the same, come on, man, stretch on the numbers, fam. And right now, you know, it's at where to you know, the independence, this is really the year of independence, 2016. It's supposed to be a big explosion of independence, but all over the world now. Because now, right. you know, for a time, there's been so much capitalism and greed and corporate and this and that, to where it's reverted back to the hands of the people, where it belongs to. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now yeah. it's back in the hands of the people. All the people got to do is just connect with people because that's what it's always been about. Hip-hop has been about who? The people. I think that's important. I think that's important for everybody to kind of just, you know, get to the point where they can be able to just understand exactly what, you know, and I, and I feel like this. It's just like I always feel like, you know, all right, February is Black History Month, but every year it should be that way. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop as a culture you know what I'm saying? If you like them, if you like the records, you know what I'm saying. Support it, buy it. Don't don't get caught up with the uh, <laughs> the temptation of trying to download. I mean, you know, if you feeling it, then you know, go take that yeah. purchase and make that happen. You know what I'm saying? If, don't get temptation. Yeah. Don't get temptation because that can happen. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's just like you know, your record and and, and a couple of other ones, I I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna treat it like you know, hey, if I make this purchase. That means cocaine is gonna make sure that he laced me another album. So I'm looking, I'm looking for it. So I need to go tell Gab. I need to go tell everybody to go cop it. You know what I mean? It's and, and it's simple like that. It's not just put money in your pocket. It's investing for you to do more. You know what I mean? And for yeah, doing more, I, I think that's big that. for the community too. You know what I'm saying? Man, I appreciate that because that's what it's about, man. As long as I've been in the game, I'm a student, man. I always support, you know, you don't matter if you're young or old, all that matters is you dope. 
as you go? Does it make mm-hmm. me feel? Does it move me? And if we need to get back to the music to where it moves you now, and that's all where error I come from. I can only be accountable for whatever I come from, and that's what make that's what make a banana tree different from a plumagram tree, different from a a a, a, a plum tree, but they all grow from the same earth. So at the same time, we got to get into you know the attitude has to change. You know what I'm saying? Because our attitude determines our altitude. If we as a culture That's get right. together and continue to talk that talk, you know, without having action, you know what I'm saying? It's always going to be redundant. But all it takes is just a little of, you know, this little, you know what I'm saying, with the arts of music because we're we're here to entertain people and make them, make the consumer feel good about buying your product. You know, that's our whole con- that's our whole existence and blessing to be able to bring this good music to you. So we all got to change our attitude. And don't just fly by people's stuff, you know. It's it's unrealistic to think you're not going to have bootlegs. You are. But how you work oh, your thing yeah. is you get your stuff out there, and then eventually you get to the licensing part. And then from the licensing part, you get to the traveling, to where you embody your own self and really protect your brand. That's it. That's what's up. Words to live by, especially from a music icon like Cocaine, and he is my guest on All Legacy Access. If you got a sec for another quick segment with a few more questions after we run a plastic surgery, uh, hey, man, hey, I'm trying to buy this right now. Like, I know I got it and I'm spending it, but, yo, can I buy it again? Like, let's do it. You know what I mean? All Legacy Access, I'm branded in the building. Cocaine is in the house. Gav is in the house. And all you listening to yeah. That's a lot of love and a lot of woo. It's just, man, it just makes me feel like hip-hop is just, like, raw again, like, in its rarest form. Like, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. feeling the vibe right now. Like, I'm feeling it, okay? It was good. Thanks, champ, man. We made that for the people, man. We got to get back. You know, my, uh, my first love is hip-hop, you know. You know, they asked me to sing because I could sing a little bit. But, you know, I learned something about that hip-hop and, I grabbed my guy, Short Chop, on there, who did a lot of things, the West Coast representer, you know, and uh, my boy Theory produced it. And we wanted to go on that, you know, that kind of like that chronic 2001 type feel. And really, we came across, we how could we talk about a song when we first made it up, talking about all this lollipop artificial and simulation into this music and this so weirdo-ass shit. Well, <laughs> so when you see a nigga on the block, excuse my language, and he's doing his thing, and he and he he got an order, plastic surgery. Uh, so, <laughs> I, that, that that that's a tight ass video too. Man, thanks, man. Uh, big ups to my son Afro Nas because uh, uh-huh. he actually did that video. You know, it's all in the family, man. Long family. Uh, I see that. I'm going to talk about the fam in a minute, though. I'm going to definitely do that. But I'm going to ask you about just the, you know what I'm saying, you you kind of see all the all the stuff going out right now as far as, uh, you know, like we had the NWA movies. We're doing, like, uh, Tupac's movies being worked on right now. They still haven't come to terms or try to lay down something real solid as far as the Marvin Gaye movie. But when you look at some of these movies that has come out or come out, 
Like I haven't told Gav this, but I would I would have loved to see an uh an easy E movie before NWA. Like before he even you know what I'm saying? Before the NWA movie became what it was, like I would love to just hear Eric's story, you know what I'm saying, just in general. Like when you look at some of these movies about some of these great artists, I mean, what what's your opinion on them? I mean, you know, from a Hollywood perspective, you know, they they tell the truth how they how they perceive it, you know. But a lot of times, you know, it has shown us, you know, that Hollywood kind of stretch certain things just so they can draw people in and count numbers. You know, this is mm-hmm. the same time. This is a business. It's really not hating on anybody out there. It's just telling you the brutal truth, you know. So as right. far as the NWA movie, you know what I'm saying? It's too big for it to be in a two-hour flick. You know, there was a lot of components that was to it. So hopefully to those guys, you know, whoever's controlling the ship over there, you know, and congratulations on everything they got going. But hopefully Mm -hmm. they can really see that the sentiment is bigger than just getting money. You know what I'm saying? They need to make it into a documentary because, Man, being over there at Easy, you got to realize, man, everybody talk about the branches, but you always got to go to the root. Easy E was yep. the root, fam. Yep. Out of that came so much, fam. So, you know, I just think, you know, at the same time, while they're making these movies, it's good because it can art- articulate from a time that was very special and that's coincide with the hip-hop movement. And the youngsters right. need to be educated where it came from because if you don't respect the past, you ain't going to give a, a hoot about where you're going in the future. So those type yep. of music, those type of uh, 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 things, man, is very good for the culture in general. And I and I'm, and I I feel you on that, too. And I also want to throw out there, I think it's important for uh, young kids to understand, too, like if they look at the NWA movie or even this upcoming Tupac movie or any movie, you know what I'm saying, in general, like don't don't keep in mind it's only a two hour movie, it's not the whole story. So if you wanna be a historian about your business and about this culture, go to the root. Like you can always you YouTube can be your friend, but also the people that still breathing, like, you know, in, in NWA's case, cocaine. Like, you know, there's so many other people, bone thugs, reach out to them. Reach out to, you know what I'm saying, just a lot of people who's 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 been there and actually, um, you know, has more stories to tell. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody had different relationships with Easy too. At the end of the day, too. Yeah, Easy was one of a kind. I mean, NWA movie didn't show that I wrote Appetite Easy Appetite for Destruction on this part. They didn't show that's cocaine on the on the biggest biggest album they had was Niggas for Life, and the first person you hear was was cocaine and rest in peace KMG and Co-187. Well, all right, y'all, across the USC, Compton, what? But see, uh, it's like I said, it, it it goes deeper than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just hope, you know, I hope that they really, really take it for the sentimental value and really do a documentary overall and get it to cats that were back in those days and give them a chance because there was a significant part of the old movement and those that are like myself and Co One Eighty Seven that are that are around today still making good music. Very true. Very true. 
Man, this is this has been a, this has been definitely a high level stuff right here. Cocaine is my guest on all legacy access. He is brought to you by Buddy Boy ENT dot com, and I know you mentioned family, your beautiful wife and kids, and you're just like you know the West Coast version of the Huxtables in a sense. You know what I mean? Like you got family doing music too. You know what I mean? So just just in general, like Buddy Boy Entertainment, like. I know you started early as far as how it, how it kind of came to be and pairing up with your with, with your lovely wife and I definitely want people out there to go follow her and hit her up on her Twitter as well and uh, you know just kind of show that love and support that lady cocaine um, just kind of how all this kind of came to be and, and what's the what's the motivation and movement behind the label because I know it's deeper than just music. Well, you know, in this game, man, this is a brutal game. You know, it's a lot of smiling faces. It's a lot of backstabbing. And anytime you want to be successful, it's just like a diamond can't be a diamond unless it's under pressure. And when I was under pressure and under pressure, you know, God was telling me, one day you're going through all these things to get to the point, and when you look around, you're going to see who's standing with you. It was my beautiful wife and my queen. And behind every successful Negro, it's a gorgeous woman that's going to tell you, nah, that person ain't good. But I had to wake up. And when I woke up, I just vividly heard it, heard it in my spirit that, hey, now it's time to really put her on the pedestal. The same thing you was hustling for was right in front of your face. It's her and the kids. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, you know, the good thing about working with her and working with my family, this is a family-orientated business. It's like my sons come out on the road. They do my videos, my graphics. My, even my 15-year-old daughter draw my stuff. My daughter, Anissa, she's singing on my new album that's coming out March 18th, King of G-Funk. She got her own stuff. So it's like you got to assess things and put it on the scale. And what's most important to you, you know what I'm saying, is it's, it's things are cool. Stuff is what I call it. It's cool. But this is the most life-changing experiences to be able to have a family, to be able to stand up and have a sense of who God is and, and what how important it is to you. You know, so that was the best person I could start it with. It's all alone that was right in my corner. So we started this thing, and it's been beautiful every since. And sometimes you can be running right, and, and God says, it's over here left. And right. I just, you know, I just, Everything that, that I'm doing right now, he made sure that she got all my business together. Made sure, because I was a dummy. You see, I was a dummy. I was male chauvinistic. I was part in this game. I was game goofy. You know, of course, you know, we think we got it all, but you don't have right. it all at all when, when you think you got it all. So God had to sit my little ass down, humble me, so I can see clearly. And that's, you know, that's what I can confess. That's what I can give a testimony to. I'm not all on no preachy, preachy stuff. I'm on life experience. And it's been going good, you know. Her name is Lady Cocaine. She's the vice president. And she's a cold, cold person on that business. <laughs> and that's what Love she taught me. That's why I survived, because she made sure all my business was together made sure and stuff that I ain't never thought I like when I'm gonna see a check from that, when I'm gonna miss she said, Baby, it's right here. 
And see, mm-hmm. you just it, you just got to take your hat off to that. You know what I'm saying? So that that's right. what really helped me out and continue to help me out. And we running a successful label with different artists on the label, from reggae to singing, and you know we call ourselves the Motown, the new Motown. So uh. That's what it is. And I and I can I add on that too, but just by saying that, I think that it's important for you to not just humble yourself. And to me, I feel like this too. And not a lot of women will do it, but she did it. She stayed consistent with her patience in supporting yeah. you, not just not just as a an artist, but as a man and as a husband and as a father. There's not too many women in this world that will do that because a lot of women, their patience will run thin and they will be out and they would, you know, and there's not, that's not even a knock on women because they try, but there's, that's a rare breed in a rare situation and a very blessed one when you can be able to have that patience to do that. So, you know what I'm saying? Gotta, gotta show some love to Lady Cocaine for that thing. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm not. I don't do it because God say I command you to do it. I do it because I'm blessed to do it. I'm blessed to get mm-hmm. up in the morning and say, "Wow, you were important to me. Uh, without you, none of this would be possible." You know, and then I don't have to. I don't have to ask to be preserved or when I want something that I need to get it done. God automatically give it to me because he say, you do this from the heart, everything else is going to follow you. That's right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Cocaine's my guest on All Legacy Access, brought to you by BuddyBoyNT.com. Make sure you go ahead and follow Cocaine on Twitter at CocaineOfficial and also at Lady Cocaine on Twitter as well. And when it comes to new artists and people in general that definitely want to be on, on the team, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I got Gab has his brother, uh, No Phyllis, talented artist from Long Beach. Um, people out there in general that wants to reach out to you as far as not just um, open recruitment, but just people of collaborative, uh, you know, business forms, how can they reach you? Oh, uh, you can reach me. I ain't hard to find. You can reach me at Cocaine Official. Don't spell it the drug thing. Spell it the drug. That's Official. Or you can um, hit my wife at Lady Cocaine. That's L A D Y K O K A N E. Or you can uh, check us out at BuddyBoyENT.com. That's B U D E is in Eric B O Y E N T dot com. Follow us on the Facebook fan page. That's at Cocaine. My Instagram is my real name is Jerry B as in basketball long L O N G. And if you already need some of that true original G-Funk, you know where to reach me. Let's holler. Uh, I'm fair on the prices, and that's what it is. Hey, yo, hey, you, y'all. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, my, my brother, he, he did a song with one of your cousins um, named Guap. It's called Basuda. Yeah, I love that song, too. That's yeah, y- YG, No Feelings, that's my brother. Oh, okay, yeah, man. It's a small universe, man. That's my artist too. Small like said, wow. universe. <laughs> and uh, I like that song. That, that's a song. Y'all did a video to that, didn't y'all? Yeah, that, my yeah. brother. He, he, my brother. He mixed it up and everything because he 
He do the he do the music, the videos, he do tattoos. Yeah, you know, tell he, nephew, he, tell nephew, that's sharp, Jack. Yeah. Hey, bro, hey. how that one track, that one track that you did with Sebo, no warning shots came about. Oh, uh, I, I, I stay, you know, I go back and forth between here and Cali. I stay in, uh, uh, like, Tacoma area. And Sebo uh, uh. moved up here. So, you know, that's, that's, that's family right there. You know what I'm saying? Anytime we get together, it's just, you know what I'm saying, on that left side. It just, it's just all beautiful. So we wanted to do a song called Warning Shots, produced by um, the same dude who did California Classic, Paul Cesar. And it just came, just came like it is, man. You know what I'm saying? With Bolo, you know, he's a real one. You know what I'm saying? And just like real, recognized real. And that's how that song came out. It's, one of, it's a dope-ass song, too, man. I appreciate you mentioning that, too. Uh, real talk. A lot of history, and also people out there that's trying to look for any any future performances at shows, just make sure you go ahead and holler like the Mad Cocaine says. Hit up all his social media stuff, Buddy Boy, B-U-D-E-B-O-Y-E-N-T dot com, Buddy Boy E-N-T dot com, and uh, show that show that yeah. love. And in closing, man, before uh before we let you go, um, people can go. When is uh when is this album dropping, man? Like I know a lot of people want to make sure they go get it and go support it. So King of G Funk album, when is it dropping again? It's dropping March 18th, and right now the California Classic is at. Let me see if I got my pitch right. California Classic is on iTunes, Amazon, and <laughs> you know, service to over 137 digital outlets globally. Yeah. So go ahead and it's really, it's really, it's really about the analytics, y'all. We need to support each other, and you know what I mean. The record comes out March 18th, but guess what? Early, beat them to the punch. You can pre-order the double album hard copy. That's right, we got hard copies. It's a double album, and you can get that at b u d e b o y e n t dot com. That's buddyboyent.com. dot com. There you go. And I'm going to ask you on the air, so I'm going to put you on the spot, Cocaine. Uh, can we uh, can we do like a little uh, King of G-Funk album release party live on the air, man? Can we do that? Yeah, let's time do it. I would love it. I mean, you let's know, I think, I think that's kind of only, I think it's only soon that we just go ahead and tear the industry down by doing it real big, do it like we used to do it, you know what I mean? So I think it's important that we do that, though. Since you said that, I'm going to go ahead and mix, get these snippets together. And uh, you already got the uh, the full song of Plastic Surgeon California Classic, but the snippets yes, are nice and healthy. It ain't all short. It's nice and healthy. So, man, you got that, man. Anytime, anyplace, man, you got that. So I'm going to chop that up for you real quick. Get it, Get it out there the best way you can for me, brother. You know? All right, y'all heard it here first, all these people out there. Yeah. And then real quick, before we let you go, you got so many fans across the globe. So you got Japan listeners, you got um, you got Amsterdam listeners. So all the people out there listening overseas, man, what you want to say to these people, bro? Man, I want to say big ups to Japan. A lot of my sales is coming from Japan. So we got Team Buddy Boy Japan out there as well. So uh, big ups to Amsterdam, UK, Australia. You know what I'm saying? Big ups to just the whole globe out there. Africa, definitely the U.S., you know, big ups to the streets out there because the streets are very important. That's what I do for the streets. 
Big ups to all the hardcore cocaine fans. Big ups to my team. Big ups to JP. Uncle JP, love you for this. Big ups to y'all. You know what I'm saying? And number one, most importantly, big ups to God Almighty who make this possible and family. That's what it is from the legendary cocaine. That's what's up. Cocaine, many blessings to you and the fam. And keep doing Man, I've been a fan of yours for hella long, man. So it's just one of those things where I can just say, man, thanks for not just giving giving us your time. I was going to say me because, you know, a little, little selfish right there. Thanks, not, just give, not just me, but thanks for giving us your time. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the fact that you still doing it not just for the streets, but you're doing it for us people who've been uh, fans of yours for a long time. And uh, I know you, you've gained a lot of new people here, too that's just now tuned in and appreciating the kind of music and the resume that you got, man. So we definitely appreciate you and your family for, uh, you know, keeping it, keeping it solid for all these years. Yes, sir. Right on, brother. And uh, once again, thank you for this platform, for real, man. And uh, all we can do is just build from one brick, seven. So let's, let's continue to do that, you know, and salute. Hey man, we gonna take this. We gonna take this to a higher level, man. So I'll definitely be at you on the, uh, you know, uh, off the air. But man, stay blessed. Tell the fam I say was good, and we gonna continue to push that next legacy. You know what I mean? Well, all right. Next legacy.